0: All right, guys, make sure everyone is coming to sit down. You're going to want to be here and be ready for this. As you hop on, go ahead and take a moment and say hello so that we know that you are here because we're going to need you guys to interact with us a little bit. And so as you hop on, if you'll go ahead and just drop a note in the comments and let us know that you are here. See Miss Kaylee, hello, hello, hello. Let's see, anyone else watching with us? Give you guys a moment to tune in because you guys are going to want to be tuned in for at least the last little bit of this. But today is Good Friday. Now, I had someone asking me, what does Good Friday mean? And you know, i would never really given much thought to it. It has just always been Good Friday, right? And so I did some looking and did some research. And interestingly enough, in other languages and other translations, Good Friday isn't called Good Friday. In fact, in German, it's actually translated to Sorrowful Friday. And that kind of makes sense with what we know about Good Friday, right? That it is something sad. It's a moment in which we think about Jesus' death on the cross. About Jesus' crucifixion. And so, thinking, calling it Good Friday sounds like it's different from what we know about it what was so good about jesus death well i think back to the other time that good is used to describe something the gospel or god being a good father and when you think about it in those ways you might be able to think you know what God is a good father, a good father who sent Jesus for us to die on the cross for our sins. His death may have been the beginning of the end for him on this earth, but it was just the beginning of what was to come. And so, if you will, look in your Bibles to John chapter 19. John chapter 19. And we're going to be looking at verses 16 through 30. John chapter 19. Verses 16 through 30 so the soldiers took charge of Jesus carrying his own cross he went out to a place of the skulls which in Aramaic is called Golgotha there they crucified him and with him two others one on each side and Jesus in the middle Pilate had a notice prepared and fastened to the cross it read Jesus of Nazareth." king of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this sign, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city. And the sign was written in Aramaic, Latin, and Greek. The chief priest of the Jews protested to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews, but that this man claimed to be king of the Jews. Pilate answered them, I have written what I have written. Knowing that everything that has now been finished, and so that the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked it in a sponge, put the sponge on a stalk of hyssop plant, and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. The last words that Jesus says on the cross are, it is finished. Now, what had Jesus experienced during that week? Now, if you were with us on Sunday, we talked about Palm Sunday. The group that had been preparing for their Messiah to enter into the holy city on a donkey of all things, in which he was. And so we talked Sunday that something happened. Something changed that made that same group go from praising him on Sunday to what we see. In chapter 20 or in verse 21 of chapter 19 where they say Don't write that he's our king. He just claimed to be our king. And scripture would be fulfilled in many ways. He would stand before a mob where Pilate would seek to wash his hands of the fact that Jesus was going to be condemned to die on the cross. He had been found guilty of merely telling people the truth he had been sentenced to die and nailed to a cross, a death that in the Old Testament was considered reserved only for those who have committed a capital sin. He watches the soldiers gamble for his clothing, all that he had left, a few pieces of clothes. And then he looks down and see those assembled His friends his family and there weren't that many of them left at this point the disciples had scattered at this point even Peter himself had denied Jesus three times and when he looks down who does he see he sees his mom his mom's sister and Mary Magdalene and then And John, he phrases it, the disciples whom Jesus loved. We know that to be John himself. There was one friend who didn't deserve Jesus. And he says, please take care of my mother. And then in making sure that the prophecy of Scripture would be fulfilled when he would say, I am thirsty, he was given wine vinegar off of a sponge. And after drinking, says, it is finished. And then he bows his head and gave up his spirit. And I want us to think, to focus on those words. It is finished. What do they mean? No. Interestingly enough, in the Greek language, which is what John was originally wrote in, it was only one word. So for us, we think of it as the last three words of Jesus. But in truth, Jesus said one word. You guys, we are not going to get into a great class today, but I will tell you that what that does mean is more than just something being done. It's more than the end. It is to accomplish or complete something. He's not saying, I'm done. He's not saying it's done. He's not saying this is the end. Instead, what he is saying is that he has done what he has come to earth to do. It wasn't just paid. The price was paid in full. So, let's think about this. How many of you guys have ever tried to cook something? Cookies, cake, anything. You put it in the oven, right? You mix it all together, you get it ready, and you put it in the oven for the selected amount of time, right? Now, what happens if you check on it before that time's over though? It may not quite be ready, right? Sometimes it may even need a little extra time, but you wait until it's completely done, don't you? That's like homework, kids. You don't get full credit only partial work the goal is to get it all done to finish it completely and that is the last word of Jesus seconds away from his death on the cross they always say that before you die scenes of your life may flash before your eyes but what if what Jesus saw weren't scenes from his own life because he had done exactly what he had come to do what if what Jesus saw was flashes from the lives that he was paying the price for what if what he saw was that moment with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden what if what he saw was Moses and the Israelites wandering around for wilderness for 40 years what if what he saw was King David the Israelites in captivity in Babylon what if what he saw was what was gonna come to the world to happen you see Jesus died on the cross for our sins The sins of those who had come before and the sins of those that are still yet to come. All who claim his blood. And so what if that time we lost our temper and said something we shouldn't have was one of those moments that Jesus saw? What if the difficulties that we're facing right now this chaotic world around us. What if that is something that Jesus saw? What does that mean in terms of it is finished? Because he said that before any of these things came to be, right? You see, Jesus had been pursued by many people while he was here on earth. The Jewish religious leaders had plotted for a long time for his death. The devil even came to tempt him. He hounded Jesus in the wilderness. But now, now it was finished. It was done, it was completed. And he was about to reassume his seat, his throne in heaven. You see, in the scriptures, and interestingly enough when we decided on a time we kind of thought it was just a little fitting he was nailed to the cross at nine o'clock in the morning he hung for six hours there it even became dark from twelve to three as other scriptures tell us because even the Lord in heaven could not bear to watch his son in pain. And then at 3 o'clock, Jesus said those words, It is finished. And what he had come to do had been accomplished. The suffering was over. Three days he would rise again, never to suffer. The scars may remain, as Thomas would see for himself later. But the pain was gone. Since Genesis, people had been waiting on a Savior. Moses, David, Isaiah, they all wrote about the Messiah. The Jews were looking for a Messiah. And they thought that they had found him on Palm Sunday. There are many prophecies to be fulfilled, though. And because they were so distracted by everything going around them, the difficulties and the hardships in their lives that they were facing, the things that they didn't think were right or fair for them to have to be experiencing, they missed that the deliverer had come. Jesus had done many miraculous things while he was here on this earth. He raised the dead. He cast out demons. Water was turned into wine. Lepers were healed. Paralyzed people were able to walk. He proclaimed the coming of the kingdom of God. He did everything that the Father asked him to do. He had left nothing unfinished. Nothing he had finished it and finished it well verse 30 says he gave up his spirit nobody took it from him he gave it up he willingly sacrificed it he died to pay the sin the debt that we owe he died to save us we no longer have to die in our sins we no longer have to be hopeless let us not be like those jewish people then who remembered the fulfillment of prophecy that was happening on palm sunday but when the real difficult things happened when circumstances of life seemed to be unfair when they couldn't make sense of what was happening around them and for them They were under roman occupation they thought for sure that a deliverer would deliver them and so that nothing bad would ever happen again and that that's not what jesus finished what jesus finished was the fact that before bad things happened in life because of sin and then after your death there was no hope But with Jesus' death on the cross, death became something completely different. Death became the moment when things would begin to make sense. We may suffer and toil here on this world. Life is not fair. For those of us who endure those of us who know him those of us who hope in him those of us who stay beside him who walk with him those of us who do that well then there will come a time when we too will be able to say it is finished it's done what we have been here on earth to do has been accomplished And we shall suffer no more but until that time we continue to press on we persevere Jesus pressed on Jesus persevered and we are to follow that example for us to be able to claim the reward and so sometimes in our lives though there are things that weigh us down There are things that get to us. Sometimes we can honestly lose hope. Lose sight of the Messiah. Because he's not living up to the expectations we have in our own. And so we're going to take some time in prayer and if you would like if you want to plead the blood of Jesus in your own life if you're willing to be faithful to him to claim that his blood has covered you and there will come a day when you too can say it is finished Invite you to share your name in our comments so that we can do this. And what we would normally do in a setting would be we would take a moment and we would have you guys come forth and do this part yourself. is the world is a very different place than what we would imagine and this is a time for us to come alongside each other to support one another to lift one another up to pray for each other and so just because you can't join us today physically doesn't mean that you two cannot participate In accepting the price that Jesus has paid for you. In accepting what he has done for you. And so, if you would like us to share with your name here as well, we'll be happy to do so. So if you're just joining us, if you'd like us to join on the cross, the price that Jesus paid for us, Feel free to mention your name in the comments. we can see some of you guys, we're going to be writing your names down. Unless you don't want us to, but for now we're just going to write some names down and also nail them to the cross. We've got some names on our cross. If you're still watching us and you would like your name to join up there, go ahead and just make a quick comment of your name. Or if you want, that's actually also easy. i just seen someone do that. If you want, just give me a heart and we'll write your name for you. Thank you. give you guys one more second before we do the final part that we're going to do. But we just wanted to take this time to spend it with you. We may seem to be in the longest Friday, dark Friday, but a challenge says feet. can be two very different things and so I've got some names here if you have names that you also want us to put on here feel free to comment them on below or give us a heart and the other thing is if you have burden weighing upon your heart share it with us we'll write it down and we'll lift it to Jesus Now, how many of us have been worried about what's been happening around us? How many of us can't help revisit the same worries over and over and over again? You see, when Jesus was saying, it is finished, what he is saying is that he had dealt with, once and for all, the wages of sin and death. He had paid the price for those who had come before and for those who are yet to come. He paid the price for you, for me, for us all. We may have to endure hardships just like he did, but there will come a time when the worries on our hearts and minds will finally, matter no more, because they, because we have already been redeemed, delivered. And so we have a couple things here and we also shared things like the world people who have been sick, people who have been ill. And we worry about those things. We worry about the world that we're in right now with COVID-19. But today I want us to lift them up to Jesus. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now this day. May we see the words that Jesus spoke. It is finished, not as a sign of defeat, but of triumph. And may we work towards the day where we too may be able to say the same And to reach our heavenly reward. Help us Lord to be strong. To be faithful. To walk with others. On the path in which you would have us walk. Just be with us now Lord. Give us the hope. And the strength to persevere in all things. And we just ask these things. In Jesus name. Amen. Now. Now. If you came I do have a little little special treat for you guys you see when Jesus said it is finished he closed the chapter that was our separation from God because he made that bridge we were forever separated when Jesus said it is finished we were able to experience a restored relationship with him. And so, while scenes from our life may have been what flashed in Jesus' mind as he was dying, the things that can weigh us down, the things that can occupy our minds, the things that can distract us, they become meaningless when we surrender them to him. And so, they're still here and they can look like clutter right we can allow those things to clutter our lives to weigh us down but jesus said it is finished we aren't supposed to be thinking about these things anymore we're not supposed to be caught up in our own minds we're not supposed to be caught up Anyone can hold us back. Because Jesus has already redeemed that. He has already redeemed us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for redeeming us. We thank you for paying the price us, Lord, that we too might have a hope for the future. We just ask that you strengthen us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We want to thank everybody that joined us, and we look forward to seeing you. If you join us on Saturday mornings, we'd love to have you for Bible Journal and Bible Study with Captain Jen tomorrow at 10 o'clock Central Standard Time. And keep your eyes out for what we're going to be doing um, for Easter Sunday. We look forward to seeing you. God bless everyone.